on the 175th episode of the Fantasy Lens Podcast. We've made it to the first week of the fantasy football playoffs for most leagues. If you're here, you've either made it or you're just a glutton for punishment. We're here to talk about some key games and players that may help or hurt you in week 14. It's playoff time, baby. Let's start the show. Welcome to Fantasy Lens, and I just want to say, boys, I am coming in hot because I am still I'm still on tilt from some bullshit that happened to Ty- Tyreek Hill. Cost me playoffs uh, in one league, but the two touchdowns that were stolen from him by this freaking incompetent ref, ref crew, and I lost by 12 points. So, oh, um, that's man. Where, and it's only four teams make the playoffs, and I was doing my surge like I did in, in your league, Brian, and where I had won six mm-hmm. in a row, coming back strong, second highest points in the league, but stupid freaking bullshit holding call and bullshit Andy Reid for some reason kicking the fastest kick that's ever been kicked and not just reviewing that. The dopest dope you ever smoked. It was... I was on... I've, I've been on till for the past, like, three days about this shit. Well, I mean, look, I could have limped into the playoffs in one league if uh, Antonio Gibson didn't get hurt on, like, the fucking first series of games, uh, for, uh, first series of downs Mm-mm. for the Oh, Frank uh, Washington getting hurt on the first play then, screwed me, too. And then and then what really I was I was all hoping for was that they were going to cancel the uh, the Ravens game when Des Bryant tested positive on the field and they still played the game. I'm like you're in a tough spot though if you need a game to be canceled to win. Yeah, well, look, I was just at that point I got Desperate screwed. Times, I got screwed in the in the Pittsburgh Washington game. I I figured I had a shot and then Gibson goes down. And then, then I'm hoping for the prayer for the 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 Ravens and game should have been canceled. But anyway, whatever. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I felt fine. Everything broke my way. But I, I needed three teams to lose while outscoring a fourth team, and everything uh, worked out well <laughs> to make the buy. So I, I'm happy with having a buy and not thinking about things. But um, non-fantasy, though, I'm quite happy. My team, the New Orleans Saints, are 10-2, and two, and their defense uh, no continues to look awesome. I should have been angry about the Jets. I'm not even angry about the Jets. Why are you angry? Actually, Greg Williams did Happy that that Greg Williams just can't not blitz. No, Greg Williams made the correct call for the franchise. Yeah, yeah. he got Apparently he called after heat, which I didn't know was it. He got he got scapegoated by by Gase and everyone else. That that was the correct call. You don't want to win. I don't understand why they were trying to win. Like, what were they doing? Like, Greg Williams made the correct call. Blitz everybody. Leave the fastest guy on the on the Raiders one on one coverage. That was perfect call. Lose the game. Tanking never works. That's all I'm saying. There's so few instances in sports history where tanking actually works. Well, I will live on... And I won't even count Cleveland LeBron James because he only won there when he came back to Cleveland. I will leave... I will will live and die with the tanking that worked for the San San Antonio Spurs. They tanked to get Tim Duncan... And they won, and they, they became a franchise after that. They got David Robinson, his championships, and then they just moved forward for years and years with Tim Duncan. I'm going to live did and die by tank that tanking. or did the no, best they, player get hurt in no, the best year possible? No, 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 they tanked. They absolutely tanked to get Tim Duncan. Look it up. They, they strategically tanked. 
they tanked to get Tim Duncan. They strategically tanked like the Colts strategically tanked to get Andrew Luck. And Greg Williams was trying to strategically tank on that play. <laughs> I think that was just that was just Greg being Greg. Greg being Greg. I think it was Greg being Greg too. You know it was really funny when he was hired, all the New York sports radio people were like, Well, at least they have a proven, you know, proven to be phenomenal defensive coach. This was a good one he was hired a couple of years ago. And they're like, that's at least one good move they made. You know, maybe Gates won't work out. Maybe every, something won't work out. But you know what you're getting in Greg Williams. And I'm like, what do you mean, what are you getting? Like, you know what you're getting. You're getting the bounty gate guy that is known to try to injure players who, like, you know, if Jets go 0-16, will now be part of two of the three 0-16 teams in the history of football. How, like... What? Like, what are we talking about here? Why does this guy get jobs, and why do people like him? I don't well, understand it. If you're part of two of the three 0-16 teams in history, uh, please don't ever get a job again. I don't understand. Well, he he apparently has, uh, like, 11 job offers. Just He just needs to talk to the team, and, and he's he'll be a head coach. Yeah, yeah. Well, we all know that. So He just has to get to the interview. He's not, yeah, he's, he, he's not worried at all. He's not worried at all, but... Not even mad about the Jets, so let's not talk about them. Um, let's talk about the uh, NFC East and all the drama around there. Brian, confidence level in the Giants going forward. NFC East, finally, right? We're trying. We're saying some good things about the NFC East. This is amazing. Um, they got sick and tired of all the jokes, and they're like, okay. Look, both of these teams look like they have great defenses, Giants and Redskins, that yep. are just playing better every week. Um, kind of what you want heading into the cold months of football. I know that it's a passing league now, but there's still like a path to be a good team when you have a dominant front and a good defense. Like the, I I mean, it wasn't long ago where the Pats won a Super Bowl on all defense against the Rams. Uh, So it's still like, that's still a path to being good. So I think either of these teams um, can upset somebody in the first round. There's nobody that's head and shoulders above anybody else in the NFC. So why not? Um, look, does Tom Brady want to play the Giants in the first round? Uh, probably not, seeing his history <laughs> yeah. with them. Uh, make but, a good point. You make a real good point. <laughs> yeah, does, does, any, does any QB want to play freaking that front four of Washington in the first round? Like, you might win, but it's going to be a sloppy game. Uh, so, yeah, I'm pretty pissed that Washington won because it ruined my 17 parlay, Ooh. which you know, I was so close to hitting. Uh, that sucks. You didn't think. I thought I was locked during that when that game came on, especially with Pittsburgh jumping out to the early lead. Um, yeah, that was a bad beat. But it's it's cool for the division. Um this isn't a lock. Giants have the tiebreaker, so that's nice. But they have to uh, handle business. They have to win. I'd say to be, to make it, you want to you have to win two of the next four. They have Arizona. They have the Cowboys. They have to beat the Cowboys the last week. Arizona is very winnable. Arizona is this week. They might get Daniel Jones back. That's a game. If you want to be serious, you should win. They will probably lose to Cleveland. Not that Cleveland's some unbeatable team, but. Cleveland does what the Giants do, but better: run the football and defense. So well, they have, I, yeah, they have one more dominant player on defense than the Giants do. Yeah, the Giants are I, more of a team on defense. I feel that's like that's true. 
I just don't like that match. Like you're saying, like the Giants, probably their strength right now is that they are pounding the shit out of the rock mm. and they're playing great defense. So if you go up against a team that has been doing that all season with a better record, that's probably their worst matchup. Um, and then they have Baltimore, and Baltimore is very beatable this season too. So they have a game they should win against the Cowboys. And they have to pick off one of Arizona and Baltimore. And then you you put the onus on the Redskins to win three out of four. So if they can win two, I think they make the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you really did want to see Pittsburgh beat Washington, obviously, for the Giants. But uh, the good, like you said, you own the tiebreaker, which is nice. You beat them twice yeah. this year. So it's... Uh, you know, it's, it's I agree. Two wins, and Arizona is very winnable, and I think you guys could beat the Cowboys. So you know, for sure that has. Well, if you don't beat the Cowboys, you just don't deserve to make yes, the playoffs. Sir. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> like if you can't beat the Cowboys, then don't waste your time in the playoffs. But um, yeah, Washington like, has a better schedule, though. I mean, 49ers, Seattle, Panthers, and Eagles. So they're probably favored, or even in two of those games. Panthers and Eagles. And Giants the, are only going to be favored in one game. I can't believe that the that the Cardinals are this big of favorites over the Giants. Uh, yeah, that's that's ridiculous. And in, and in it, New York points? too, like yeah, in New York, uh, Giants playing the best they've ever did. Hopkins is questionable for this game. Murray still doesn't look like Murray. Defense isn't looking little, that great. Yeah, if spot. Murray's not running, then he's. If Murray's not running, he's not a good quarterback. This is the same thing with Cam. Not saying that Murray can't throw the ball well. But if he's not, if his shoulder's bothering him so he's not, he's too afraid to run and possibly take a hit, then he's just a below average quarterback. It's the same thing with Cam Newton. If you don't, like, that's his, running is Murray's strong, is his advantage over that's other what makes quarterbacks. Him, yeah. So I'm sorry. I don't. I've never watched Murray and thought he has a nice long ball, but his intermediate throws are all over the place. So he's not. He's not an above-average quarterback if he's not going to run. So I'm not afraid of Murray unless he feels good and he's running around. Yeah. What was the the? It was a big spread too. What, like seven and six and a half or something like that. Seven. That was some. Well, uh, last show was five. Five. Yeah. I mean, still pretty big. I wouldn't. It should be two and a half. I think. Look, if you, if, if you tease the Giants up six, seven points, it's pretty nice. You know, plus 12, plus 11, not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, there's just one other storyline from last week that we have to talk about is uh, the other NFC, well, another NFC East team, but this one's going in the shitty direction instead of the good direction. <laughs> For some reason, we're always talking about the Eagles, but Jalen Hurts <laughs> finally is going to is gonna start a game. I guess it is legit for this week, too. Um I mean, they play the Saints, so they're just throwing him into the fire against one of the best defenses of the past four weeks, along with the Giants and the Redskins. Ah, uh, you said it. <laughs> what? Oh, Washington. Yeah. Um, I, know, I can't help it either. Yeah, but, yeah, Jalen Hurts, I mean, he looked better against, like, he could actually, like, throw the ball accurately deep against the Packers, it looked like. They, look, they just, the one thing that they need to do that they're not going to be able to do against New Orleans, because they don't do it anyway, is run the ball. So if you're going to throw 50 times a game, because that's what they seem to be doing every week. Um, he's dead. They, he's done. He's absolutely going to get wrecked. The Saints are getting a lot of pressure on the quarterback. 
It's. I mean, look, they need. I think they need to do it. They need to see what they have in this guy. They draft him in the second round. Like, you, you got to see what you have. But this is a what a game. Like to put him in the Saints are just getting unlimited amounts of pressure on the quarterbacks. It's it's ridiculous. Unlimited. So well, yeah, yeah, this is a tough spot for him. So he's gonna, what's his he's advantage over Wentz? Is that he could get outside the pocket easier because their offensive line is so bad? Uh, he's just not like he doesn't have PTSD from their shitty O line, I guess. Yeah. It, Why don't they run it? I mean, every other Eagle. When I ask this question to Eagles fans down here, they say, "Well, our offensive line is so bad." And it's like, then I say, "Why is well? How? Why is it so bad? It's obviously not that bad for run protection. If Sanders can average the most yards per carry in the league, like up until maybe a couple weeks ago, like." Sanders is running the ball well. What's going on? Like, why don't they give him the ball more? This doesn't make any sense. And it's not like they're falling behind in games. Like they, you know, you you throw away the run. It's they just it's it's run on first down maybe sometimes pass and then get sacked on third down because every time third down and long when he seems to throw the ball he's getting sacked. So it's like it's either pass 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 or every third time they have a first down it's run pass pass. So it's it's five runs to one pass. It seems like that's like that's what it seems like every time. It's it's ridiculous with the good running back that you have, and even Boston Scott's not a bad running back. I don't I don't get it. But like you said, maybe getting outside the pocket, moving around a bit will help uh, minimize the O line's ability to protect the pa- you know in the pass passing game. I don't know. I mean, it's not like Carson Wentz can't run. He just I mean he just stay only stays in the pocket for like five seconds. Probably the best and worst pocket presence of any QB. <laughs> he just stays in there, but then he doesn't move. Well, I'm definitely interested to to, to see this game. I think they're playing in Philly, though, so it's definitely uh, – I'm pretty sure they're playing Drew in Philly. Drew Brees is going to be back. Drew Brees is not back. Taysom Hill will be starting. And, uh, yeah, they are playing in Philly. Right now, New Orleans is uh, favored at six and a half points. So. Hmm. It's a rather large spread, but I guess makes sense. Ugh. Anyways, let's just move on to uh, week 14, which is playoffs for a lot of people. If you're like me, not if you're like Brian, who got a bye, or Anthony, who fell out of first place all the way to seventh place. I mean, I, I have, I'm in many leagues, so it's not like I'm not in well, the playoffs. Well, we know the league. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Probably not as competitive as our leagues that we're in. I mean, it's for money, so I'm happy. So I mean, I mean, fair. What place are you in in that league? I'm actually in, I'm in sixth. I started off zero and five, and I won seven straight games, and I snuck my way into the playoffs. But I have a good team, uh, so I think people are going to be a, like it's like it's like a, it's a similar situation with you, John, where you you start off a bit slow, and then uh, you just you know catapulted your way into the playoffs, and now you're a team that like people don't want to face. All the yeah, you got all the momentum for your guys. In the playoffs, that don't know they're in the playoffs, basically. Exactly. <laughs> so. All right. Well, since we're talking about playoffs, let's talk about one of the one of the harder decisions that I bet a lot of people in the playoffs are facing, and that's uh, Texans at Bears. How are we feeling about Deshaun Watson against a pretty solid defense? I mean, he did decent oh. against the Colts last week. I was just going. Uh, Stafford put up 400 yards versus the Bears last week. Like, so there's 
No worries. That is no worries. They, uh, if Stafford's putting up 400 yards on the Bears, I think Watson, who can move around better, and I know he doesn't have Fuller, but then again, Stafford doesn't have Galladay. Mm-hmm. And I'll say that David Johnson's better than Adrian Peterson. Um, so I think that Watson's going to um, be just fine. Uh, I don't know. On the on the whole situation, or the or the David Johnson better than Adrian Peterson? Yeah, that one. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's fine. You could throw that away, regardless. I still think Watson will be fine. Yeah, I mean, what did he have? Twenty points in a hard matchup last week uh, mm-hmm. with Fuller out. He down Kiki Kuti for a nice big game. Um, so obviously target him. Maybe maybe not. This might not be the best game for him, but he gets Indy again next week, so you're just hoping for a repeat uh, performance. But he had a bad game. He didn't have an amazing game last game. He still scored 20. I can't. I think this goes to an overall theme for the playoffs. I can't sit a guy like Watson. Like I, I kind of shy away from matchups in the playoffs and go to my proven guys. Yeah, you go. You go with the guy that got you there. And Watson is proven, and again, like we always say, he has a very high floor. So, like I know last week you didn't play Derek Carr over him, and Derek Carr put up a large he amount of numbers. He put up almost 40. But again, Derek Carr has that ability to put up four points, or negative point four uh, points. I was going to say negative points <laughs> up against the Falcons. So he has now. a pretty, really, I, pretty low floor. I did suggest David Carr. I, I mean, Derek Carr for John. Only because it was the Jets. That's different. All right, don't play matchups unless it's the Jets. How about that? <laughs> okay, that's fair. All right. Especially the Jets now. aren't even showing up to play. I mean, they and showed up. To, they showed up to play. They they tried to win. <laughs> with how demoral? Yeah, but think about how demoralized they're going to be this game. Oh my like, god! I, like I'm just throwing. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling so good if I have one of the big three in Seattle and Chris Carson, one of the, I guess, big three and a half. I'm feeling nice. Yeah, especially like, since Seattle just lost to the Giants. Yeah, Seattle is definitely a FU game for them. Um, and the Jets, it's a, you know, just, just call quits. I don't even yeah. want to play for this team anymore. I think the spread's 13.5 right now. It may, may have changed since I looked at not it. Big, um, no, they're not going to have Crowder. They're not going to have men, So They're yeah, not going to have Crowder? Crowder's hurt again? Yep. Oh, my Wait, God. Wait, they're not? Crowder's not in? Oh, God. So, and I think Perryman is also questionable. He's questionable. <laughs> oh man, Sam it's might gonna, get killed. It's gonna be Braxton Berrios all day, right? Is he is he even healthy? <laughs> yeah, Sam might get killed by Jamal Adams. Oh jeez. Yeah, if, if Crowder's not in, that's yeah, oof, oof. they're gonna absolutely kill. And Ruppel's fucked in our league. Not that anybody cares on this podcast in, that's listening, but there's a guy. Yeah, well, Ruppel listens to this podcast, so. <laughs> That's true. One listener cares, and a couple other people from the podcast listen. They might get a kick out of it. The uh, all right, all right. I take that back. A couple people might care. Right. Um, for the Bears side, David Montgomery. What about are we doing that again against the Texans? You know, Texans do have a bad run D, and he uh, he's so bad. I hate the fact that he's scoring points and he's not a good running back. Like. People will point to this Detroit Lions game that just passed, and they're like, oh, look, we got, like, two touchdowns. It's like, the Lions are fucking historically terrible to run this year. The same with the Texans. So, look, 
He is the hot hand. He will let you down. I'm going to he's say it right now. Hand. I'm going to say it right now. He, he it's, He's in a prime matchup where he just had a great game versus a prime matchup. And you're like, oh, are you going to ride this hot hand? No, he's going to fucking he's gonna shit the bed. He's going to shit the bed. I, I'm I'm sticking with the David Montgomery being terrible. Oh no, I mean he's nothing terrible, but is he terrible this week? I think it's more up in the air. I'm buying into the David Montgomery hype this week only. Under under twelve and a half fantasy points I'm going. I mean PPR, I mean that's double not... digit fantasy points for him is still decent. Under under ten fantasy points. There we go. <laughs> There we go. Under 10 fantasy points he's going to get. In a PPR? In a PPR. That's my bold prediction. Because Against I dis- Houston. Houston I, has a pretty bad defense. Because I dislike... I dis- it, it's, it's my stupidity of my, my dislike for Montgomery. I'm sure he'll get more than that, but I'm going to... I'm standing firm under I think 10 people points. That, I think that people that hung on to him for this entire season are just going to be reaping rewards for... These past three weeks. No, oh, I mean, I've, I mean, look, they have been already. So, what are you gonna do? Do we have any? And the and they play the Vikings next week, which isn't terrible. And in week sixteen, the Bears play the Jaguars. So yeah, I mean, he got a great schedule. He's actually got a really good schedule to be a Montgomery owner. But uh, I still, I. It is just two weeks, though. I mean. The last two weeks were good weeks, and then he had, I mean, it was a while before he did anything before that. I mean, he didn't have a one, two, three, four. He didn't have a touchdown since five weeks before that. Maybe he's the, uh, maybe he's the next Derrick Henry. Just so that, yeah. lights yeah. up, lights it up in uh, November and December. Maybe that's it. He just, oh, he just needs Mitch Trubisky to be the quarterback. Or that's it. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's the quarterback situation. He runs harder for Mitch. Runs hard for the Mitch. Yeah, he did not have a. When did Mitch? Uh, been Mitch two, two weeks the ago. Fifth week. No, he got weeks. benched. Oh, uh, 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 when he got benched the first time. Um, week three, right? Week yeah. Against, the, no, no, no. Against the Falcons. Falcons. Yeah. Foles came in in relief, and they went they, on a crazy comeback and won that game. Yep. So four then. Okay. Kind of week four. Okay, so he's had four touchdowns with Mitch the bitch, Trubish, and one touchdown with Foles. Oh, shit. Is Foles going to be back this week? Nah. No? I think it's still Mitch. If it's still... Mitch is a touchdown throwing machine. He's also a turnover machine, though. Well, look, maybe uh, maybe this is it. Maybe we need Mitch Trubisky this year for uh, Montgomery. So, Mitch has a uh, at least he has multiple touchdowns thrown in like each of his past like five games. Yeah, but again, he also has, like, he also multiple turnovers, fumbles, and turn. Yeah, games, yeah, but... he's still bad, bro. He's still bad. Who's who says no right now for a straight up just swap them? Uh, uh, Wentz has the bigger salary with the bigger upside. Falls is a legend. In, in Philly, who says no to a swap right now? Like Foles back to the Philadelphia Eagles. And Foles for Wentz. Wentz. Well, I mean, does the other I, team I, say no? Because if you're the Eagles, you like you could just put him as your backup, and 
the whole team, the whole city's like, hell yeah, we got this guy back. As a backup. <laughs> Just where again. He should be. I think I think Jalen Hurts says no because everyone will be clamoring for Foles in the entire time, and the moment he throws an interception, you're just gonna hear chants. I mean, obviously, no one understands, but like you know, Foles chants and <laughs> chatter and whatnot, like going on. So I think Jalen Hurts doesn't want Foles back in Philly. You could always. Well, how much bigger is Carson Wentz's contract? It's, it's really bad. Like he's getting next year. He'll get paid like twenty million. It's really but bad. Nick Foles. Uh, gets paid a similar amount. They also they're also paying Mike Lennon twenty million dollars still. Uh, they're, <laughs> paying, they're paying some other. They're paying some other random quarterback like ten million dollars too. Holy I mean, shit! They're probably paying Mitch a shit ton of money. All too. right, Nick Foles is three for twenty four million, and Carson Wentz is four for one hundred twenty eight million. So not really close. No, it's not <laughs> so, close, John. Uh, a little. A little a little bit of I mean, a hundred million dollar gap in that one. In the grand scheme of things, like galactically speaking, sure. yeah. of course. Yeah, if we're talking about you know. But don't, don't forget to add Mike Glennon's contract, yeah. and then the five, and then the, the six or seven tight ends they signed this year. So yeah. it's... Well, if we're talking about locking somebody up in the Federal Reserve, <laughs> then it's not that big of a difference. All right, um, I, that would be interesting, though. I would like to see Wentz in a in a Bears uniform. That'd be uh and fold, fold back in Philly. Fold, I feel like. That would, yeah. yeah. If, if, the, if the Jets were smart, they'd do like a NBA trade where they trade cap space for a couple first-round picks. Yeah. That would be cool. Why doesn't that happen in football more often? The Browns, <laughs> were, the, the Browns were the only team that did it, and they did it once for Brock Osweiler. Especially with how Smooth. important draft picks are. Draft picks in the NFL are so much more important than the NBA because the NBA, it's like, and the NBA in the There's second round, four they, good players every draft, yeah. and you just have to either hope you get the top two picks, or you're that lucky team that gets that good player that was picked 16 or something. NBA is a crapshoot. Their draft is an absolute crapshoot. There's a few good players every draft, and everybody else is a backup or in the G League in a couple of years or goes to China. Um, <laughs> China. So like NFL, like you're getting a starter one through four unless you're a shitty drafter, like first through fourth rounds unless you're a shitty drafter. I mean, maybe that's, maybe that's why it's harder to trade four picks because people don't want to give those picks up. Yeah, so much more value. Yeah, they're like, fuck the cap space. I'd rather have my picks. I mean, you remember, I, I don't know, I've seen charts somewhere. Like, every every draft pick from one to the last pick has, a, like, a numerical value or, like, a price value. And it, like, yeah. significantly drops from, like, the top, like, ten or five down, like, like how much they're worth. So like it's like yeah, Jimmy Johnson did fig- it. yeah, figure out how much you need to actually spend to get that number one pick. Like or it's it's pretty crazy. So it's very valuable. Sure, but you hear much more in the NFL, like, oh, fifth round draft pick. Especially when you're talking about special teams. No, I know, I know. It, the Giants have like two seventh round draft picks in their secondary that are killing it right now. Yeah, they're, and then right now they're starting linebacker, I think was the sixth or seventh round. Because they had like five picks in the seventh round this year. And uh, they're all starting. That's amazing. <laughs> like, hey. Even Mr. Irrelevant is starting. And he has, I think, uh, like an interception and a fumble return the last couple of weeks. That's crazy. That's pretty awesome. Like, I don't think, how many times do you hear Mr. Irrelevant actually like making a team and playing? and doing? Yeah, he won the Redskins game with a fumble return for a touchdown. And then their other seventh round pick um, ended the last Redskins game with the interception. So that's, you know, two seventh round picks just ending the Redskins. There you go. And society. 
Okay. All right. So I feel like we talked about that game enough. Uh, let's go on to the Cardinals at Giants. Talked about this a little bit. Just want to get a little bit deeper into the uh, the skill positions for the Giants because besides Gallman, they're I mean, with Danny uh, Danny Dimes coming back, are we going Slayton? He's kind of been yeah. a bust last three weeks. Shepard, he's, he's injured. He can't he can't create separation. Yeah. Shepard is no. is if you want like anywhere from ten to fifteen points, Shepard's your guy. Like he's getting like six. Six, like anywhere from like five to seven receptions a game for like 60 yards. He's not getting any touchdowns besides like the first game he came back, but he uh, he just seems to be consistent like a wide receiver, like three. like. So would you rather start him than a boomer bust guy? Like, would you rather that stability in your lineup than... Like an Aguilar? Yeah, I mean, that's unfair because I'd definitely rather have him than Aguilar. All right, so you gotta give me a, an option here. I mean, I mean, for a wide receiver to three, though. Why don't you give? Why don't you give me an option? <laughs> <I'm not gonna laughs> give, give me an option. All right, I'll give you the option oh. and the answer and everything. Um, I'm trying to think. <laughs> okay, good. That's perfect. That's where we're going here. Um, yeah, I think <laughs> for you to give me the option and the answer. All right, what about and recently? T. Everything. Recent? You want T? Yeah, I'd rather play him than T. Y. I'd rather play Shepard than T. Y. That was one game. About like Marvin Jones. Who are the Lions playing this week? That's a good... Uh, Green Bay. Uh, I'd still rather play Shepard. I'd still rather play Shepard than over Marvin Jones. If you're giving me like... Uh, I mean, obviously he's been way better. That's not even a chance. To, hell, I'm not going to say that name. Um, I don't know. Like I said, wide receiver three, I think I'd rather have the guy... Claypool? How about that? How about Claypool? A guy that is uh, either getting, you know... He Four did catches for 30 yards, or he's blowing up? Well, he didn't practice today, I don't believe, so that's not a good sign for him. But regardless of that, um, I would rather, I think in my wide receiver three spot, I think I'd rather have the stability of knowing I'm getting, and I'm going I'm going to get double-digit points, guaranteed, with, with uh, Jones yeah. as quarterback. Like Cole McCoy, no. Wow. Even with a uh, even with Colt McCoy, Shepard was getting a shit ton of targets just because he runs all those quick quick outs. Him and Ingram were just eating them up. Yeah, but he was he had like no points this week. He had like like four points this week. So I, Ingram what, haven't Ingram decided that he wants to be involved in every turnover in the Giants season this season <laughs> and did another pass off his hand interception in the red zone. I think that's the fifth or sixth time a ball is hit off of his hands this season for an interception. I can't watch that guy anymore. I don't it's care how impressive. explosive he is. <laughs> I hate, I hate, he's my least favorite giant in a while. I can see John is uh, doing Snapchat while we are on, on podcast uh, while we're podcasting. I noticed the um, Yeah, no, it's uh, no. Ingram is definitely very impressive. It, but in the barren wasteland that is the year of the tight end, kind of soft to play him. If you have him. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's fantasy. He's he's on a roll now, fantasy-wise, Ingram, but I hate watching him as a fan. Yeah, um, But Shepard, yeah. Yeah, but like, yeah Shepard over... I go Shepard over Claypool, too, because I agree with you. I like knowing that I will get 10-plus points from my low-down guys. Let my big guys get the big big boy points. Yeah, you want, um, you want them to get the always, middle guy points. Yeah, if you're this far, then you have three to four guys that handle your big boy points. You just need I, like I you, want a shepherd. <laughs> yeah, you need shepherd to be like your your broth. 
to mm-hmm. let let your other guys shine, like your your beef, your, your chicken, your no- your noodles. Yeah, <laughs> your matzo balls, your your okay. meatballs, uh, and your like tiny wedding soup. Your gnocchi. Mmm. <laughs> For the cardinals, tortellini. We've been eating a lot of soup lately over here <laughs> it's been great in the woods. Summer. In the Woods household, he's just been, he, she's just been brewing up soups with different leftovers. It's actually kind of awesome. This is She's the like, time. I'm going to make this, in, we'll eat a dinner. And she's like, I'm going to turn this into a soup. I'm like, I'm not sure you can do that. Uh, <laughs> this like is a, just, this is a, like a leftover. Just, this is like a starch uh, meat and a vegetable leftover. Like, what do you mean turn it into a soup? And I'll wake up the next day and I'll have some kind of like, uh, you know, Potato, mushroom, chicken soup. I mean, that sounds okay, good. Yeah, that sounds good, good to me. Dish. Actually, <laughs> I love soup. This time of year is perfect for soup. I love soup too, man. A good, a good hearty soup, nothing better. Mm. We'll have some soup after this. Uh, I would say we bought a, we got beef cubes. So uh, just like every other day, I'm pushing. Yeah, you make, got can we make, can we make beef stew tonight? Can we make beef stew tonight? <laughs> oh, I do love a beef stew. Yeah. Uh, the other day, she made three soups uh, in succession. There was a oh, I you, three soup. soups and then turned them into three leftover soups and then made them into the one. one. Giant. <laughs> no, 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 not one big soup. Um, there was in the fridge. There was the vegetable soup. There was like the mushroom type soup I was talking about, and then there was a uh, sweet potato soup, I believe. Yes, yeah, sweet potato soup, which was amazing. That was Wait, the best one. Nice. Like, Sweet potatoes in the soup or sweet potatoes as the base of like the soup? Like a really, yeah, creamy sweet potato soup. Interesting. Yeah, and then squash. They made squash like a week ago or two. made squash soup. Now, that was good. Now I really want Sorry. soup again. Stop talking about I had soup, soup for lunch, actually. I want more soup. <laughs> she has this this tool that... Immersion blender, right? Yeah. The way you held your... The way you held your hand, I knew exactly yeah, what you were like talking a super about. Super powerful food dildo. Yeah, we have one of those. Ooh, ooh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that thing just makes. I'm pretty sure the advertisement for that is just turn turn this into soup. Question. <laughs> it's like will it will it um what, will it soup <laughs> will it soup yeah <laughs> will it soup. Yeah, you can find out with this guy. It's pretty good. All right. Where are we going from here? <laughs> oh, Cardinals. Uh, I mean, Cardinals. Kyler Murray. Are we are we b- believing him, or is this? I mean, is this like a, a tough matchup, and he hasn't been playing well and is possibly injured? I rather start somebody else. I mean, he's always got the floor because of the uh, rushing touchdowns, but this Giants defenses look good. Uh, and there's a lot of other. Okay, what about? I'm just looking at the matchup, the one o'clock matchup listed below them in ESPN. What about him or Cousins? Uh, I mean, I hate starting Cousins in the playoffs, but that guy's on a run of like eight straight games of over 20 points. He is he, he does this every other year, I feel like, where he just quietly becomes like a like a fantasy winner, like someone just picks him up mid-season and they just he just gets 25 points. I think uh, a couple years ago he did it. I picked him up in Haters Club and and had him pretty much just my quarterback for the entire second half. Ryan Tannehill was like this last year where he went on an even crazier run. But, I mean, Kirk Cousins with um, with Thielen falling out and Justin Jefferson looking like a top five receiver, not just like a top five rookie receiver, um, I think you can. And they have a – who they play this week? They play Tampa. 
who, Ooh. I mean, their defense looked great to start and has been uh, leaking ever since. I'm still yeah. playing. I'm still playing Murray. They're middle. You got to think of them as like a 15 defense. I'm still playing Murray. I uh, if you have Murray, um, I, again, he got. I mean, for me, I have him in every league. Yeah, I um, know. We we know you have him. <laughs> so the only reason why I wouldn't play Murray in the league that I did not make the playoffs and which sucks is because I picked. I had Herbert for like the half of the season, so I would play him versus the Falcons, of course. But in a not situation like that. I'm I'm playing Murray. I don't care. I don't care. The only way I'm not. I think the only way I wouldn't play him is if Hopkins wasn't playing. So if Hopkins doesn't play and you're down to Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins, Jesus Christian Kirk, um, possibly no Fitzgerald who's down nine pounds from COVID, uh, and Andy Isabella. Yeah, I'm not a uh, not feeling Murray at that point. But if if Hopkins is playing, I'll I'd roll with Murray. Yeah, I mean, Murray is still the third-ranked quarterback in fantasy. Um, if we want to go by matchups, the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the, looks like, I think the 19th easiest. So per- perfectly middle of the pack, basically. Perfectly middle of the pack. And the Giants are the... Uh, They're top 10, no matter uh, Yeah. The fourth, the defense, fourth yeah. hardest for quarterbacks. Mm. So they're the fourth hardest matchup. One is the 19th. But again, Murray, uh, even when Murray had a bad game last game against the hardest defense for quarterbacks, the Rams, he still put up 22 points. He's really only had one bad game the entire season against New England. New England does that to quarterbacks sometimes. Yeah, screw what I just said. I can't say Murray. Yeah. There's no yeah. Yeah, I just can't say Murray. And Patriots always okay. do it against young quarterbacks too. I mean, look what they just did to Herbert. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, I said I said that to some guy. And I was like, he was like this person or Herbert. I was like, I go with the I think maybe it might have been Cousins or Herbert. I was like, I go with Cousins cuz rookie rookie quarterbacks against doesn't work out. Well, Jack just don't do it. Yeah. You do not do yeah, it. Yeah, the last But Cousins is a perfectly serviceable option. I mean, after, oof, he had a negative game. If he didn't have a negative game <laughs> against Indy, uh, he would be pretty good. His last one, two, three, four, five weeks, 27 points, 22 points, 29, 32, 27. That's good. Really so, good. Yeah, I mean, he's on a roll, and he's facing a decent team. So he's not. he's an option for sure. But yeah. Murray, oh, I'd pick Murray in my own quiz. <laughs> yeah, I'd still play Murray. But yeah, the way Kirk Cousins has been playing, and those receivers look really freaking good. So, I like it. Not bad. Not bad. And they're, they're fighting for playoffs too. So, right now they own the playoff spot over the Cardinals uh, based on some sort of, I think, strength of victory. I don't know what it was. Um, although, although, according to Brian's metric, the Vikings should be out because they lost to the Cowboys. So, oh, the <laughs> they are automatically eliminated from the playoffs. Yeah, you've lost. It's like the how the Raiders should be eliminated because they lost to the Falcons, and they definitely would have been eliminated if they lost to the Jets. Just it, from my personal rankings. Caveat though: only if you've lost to the Cowboys without Dak, Dak Prescott. Yeah, because so. the Giants lost to the Cowboys with Dak Prescott. Well, it's like half, also, half, half, half. Well, like almost three quarters, and also they got two touchdowns called back on phantom penalties. Yeah, those are because some, ugh, that was... the NFL cannot let the they don't like when the Cowboys lose, especially 
when they weren't sure if Dak was out for the season yet. So they're like, well, the Cowboys are supposed to win this division this year. So we got to make it easy on them. <laughs> and then the wheels fell off. Um, all right. Where else are we going? Oh, okay. Uh, let's go on to uh, the Steelers at the Bills. Um, Steelers who have looked pretty pedestrian the past few weeks. Um, I just mainly want to talk about this. Brian, or someone, one of you guys mentioned it, but Chase Claypool, he he's not as big of a part of the offense just because Big Ben gets rid of the ball in about half a second and just rifles it at Deontay Johnson and Eric Ebron all the time. Yeah. Both of them get like 15 targets a game. They throw 50 yeah. times a game. And they, all, and and they, they all, both have three drafts a game too. Yeah. But Chase Claypool, for whatever reason, is not out of that offense, but is much a much lesser part on the outside just i don't can ben not reach him just he doesn't have time to get him i don't know he hits james washington on random long long bombs like i don't know i don't that's know what it is long bomb boy though he like i guess that's true that. yeah yeah he's that's like true. yeah he's my long bomb boy um <laughs> lbb um i don't i don't know it seems like a game plan thing which is maybe he has a Hit an injury, it's Big Ben, so that's always possible. But you're right, they're not. I think Big Ben would would tell us. Maybe Claypool's got to hit an injury. They're playing Tom Brady Patriot style, like 100%, where instead of running it, they're opting for four-yard passes. Yeah, Um, Juju is getting, like, his deepest targets are, like, five yards now, which is crazy. It was frustrating but that I, I'm game. I'm kind of afraid for Deontay Johnson because of his drops, and then Mike Tomlin not so subtly saying he's about to bench him and Ebron if they don't straighten up. Well, yeah. I mean, he shouldn't have picked up. He sh- they shouldn't have signed Ebron if he was going to be mad about drops. Yeah. That's like all. He, <laughs> yeah, that's like all he does. You know exactly what you're getting when you sign Ebron. You're getting a bunch of drops, and you're getting a and bunch like, of good uh, good red zone targets. So yeah, you're getting like one awesome catch, but then a shit ton of drops too. Yeah. So uh, no, but I, I don't. I don't worry about Deontay Johnson. They, look, they're they they are now tied for first place. I'm sorry, for the, the noise in the background. Um, they're tied for first place now because now they lost. Um, so they are fighting for that one bye week. And you're gonna tell me that at this point in the season they're gonna be like, yeah, no, no, we're gonna bench our wide receiver who has looked really good and tar- probably Big Ben's favorite target. So like, they're not doing that and. Again, being the favorite target and getting double digit targets a week, I, I don't I don't worry about Deontay Johnson. Alright, but what about Chase Claypool? Like no, I worry about Chase Claypool. Especially the fact uh, that he, he's he yeah, is Yeah, I worry about him too. He is think, uh hurt at Reza right now, like I said, uh I don't think he practiced today based on a uh email that I saw that I get from time to time. So, yeah, just I random, mean, random time, time emails. From, it's what it's just what you said, John. That they're just not hold. He's not holding the ball long enough for Claypool to run those deep routes, uh, which is obviously where he shines. And Keontae Johnson is the best route runner on that team by far. Um, so we'll see. I mean, they're all startable, though. I mean, Ebron for sure in the year of the tight end. Um, it is a big red zone target. Yeah. Yeah, like Juju's kind of like a mini tight end. Yeah, yeah. Infuriating, he's not, though. He's, such, he's so weird. Like, it's so weird that he is such a 
big red zone target for what he does for his size and being a slot receiver, but they big Ben loves him down there. So yeah. Yeah. I know. But like, like, I mean, he's a free agent, right? So he's going to be gone. So some teams gonna get a really good receiver and probably go back to using him all over the field instead of just within five yards. I'd love for the giants to sign him. They need, they could use, uh, a really good receiver. Seasoned receiver, yeah. yeah. A, a one. They don't have any ones. They have a bunch of wide receiver, low-end wide receiver twos. Mm. But uh, the, the Steelers are scaring me, though. Um, I don't – they, they should have – there were definitely a bunch of games where they could have lost. They played not well to a bunch of subpar teams. Um, I think – I mean, yeah, the, the, Bills are, the Bills are favored in this game, too, by the way. So, oh, I mean, as well they should. I mean, Bills have looked awesome the past. I few mean, weeks. their their defense doesn't look that great. They're still giving up points. Uh, they weren't the Bills defense we were expecting this year that they have been in the previous few seasons. Um, but that offense looks ridiculous. And we want to talk about we want to talk about a uh, a quarterback who loves one of his receivers, and that's Josh Allen loving Cole Beasley. I mean, he's like a, he's like he's like Josh Allen's like mini me. It's like there's got to be a bromance there or something. Yeah, that Anthony, that's the that's the gift that keeps on giving for you. Oh my god. Like I wish I just could have paired him with someone else on my team, like that did something, but geez, he was just I mean, he's like a top twenty wide receiver, fifteen wide receiver. And a guy who what, never sniffed probably the top forty in his in his career. No, he always had his games, right? Yeah. He had... Yeah, he would always be like the the flex, like uh, is this the game where he goes off like flex kind of guy, like by filling guy. But now this year it's been pretty damn consistent and had some pretty good highs and the lows were very rare like and, and they were 10 12 point games which are great so yeah yeah your boy Cole Beasley love me some Cole yeah yeah but... he's like um getting his you know what his his fantasy season is reminding me of like a classic Anquan Bolden fantasy season like we're not seeing uh these really long receptions or anything. I mean, he does hit down the seam every now and then. Um, not too, too many touchdowns, but like just a ton of 10 target, eight catch, 80 yard games all season. Yeah. I mean, which is great if, you know, I don't think he was drafted by pretty much anybody this year, you know? So he was solid. One of the best free agent pickups, which we'll probably discuss uh, in a couple weeks from now when we do our, uh, you know, Season, season recap and uh, talk about some, some players like that. But uh, I, I, I like the Bills this week. I mean, I think the Steelers are going to come out with a chip on their shoulder because a lot of people were calling them the worst 11-0 team on, uh, you know, accounts that I follow on Twitter and Instagram and whatnot. You know, <laughs> or those emails you get every now and those, 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 those <laughs> occasional emails that only talk about uh, Chase Claypool and uh, how bad the Steelers are. Um, but, yeah, I, I think they're going to come out with a chip on their shoulder. But I think the Bills can uh, – I think we can take that. I, I I like the Bills this week. I don't like their uh, running game, however. If we still did shootout of the week, this would be my really? shootout of the week. I'm pretty uh, upset that you know Big Ben and Deontay Johnson for my team are on bye because yeah, I think this game is going to be real high scoring. Interesting. I yeah. know I know the Steelers defense is very 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 good. I shouldn't discount them, but has anybody uh, has anybody really stifled 
the Bills? I think the Bills had many uh, low scores. I think there was once or twice that they got tough. Like you know, they had a there's a couple games with Josh Allen threw a bunch of picks. So they scored. They only scored under twenty one game. Oh no, never mind. I was just looking at their wins. Yeah, they only <laughs> they, they, they scored eighteen against the Jets, seventeen against the Chiefs. And 16 against the Titans. Oh, that's right. That 18-point game was all field goals by Tyler Bass. I remember that. They just yeah. couldn't find the uh, damn end zone versus the Jets. That game probably should have been like 35 points, but Jets, for some reason, just wouldn't let him in the end zone. Brick wall. Brick wall in front of that <laughs> end zone. You know, it's Greg Williams, that defense, bro. Yeah, play hard all the time. <laughs> um, what about the, uh, the running games for both these teams? Are we trusting uh, any of these guys? No. Uh, in our, uh, if we had um, in our lineups for the first week of the playoffs, you want to talk, a guy, talk about a guy who was trying to fumble his way out of the uh, out of the starting role uh, on the Bills. Zach Moss was just yeah. not not feeling it. I mean, and he did it near the San Francisco end zone. He did it right near there and the Buffalo Bills end zone. Right after they did a fourth and goal on the freaking like half yard line to stop the 49ers. like that. I don't. Oh God, I don't trust. I don't trust either of them. And you can't. I know Zach Moss can get a touchdown here or there, but I, I don't see it. I think everything's Josh Allen's going to control this this offense, and if there's going to be a rushing touchdown, it's most likely going to be him. Yeah, I don't play either of those running backs at all. I don't think I even think about it, regardless of what my running back situation is. Like, I'd rather pick up Ty Johnson on the Jets and play him. Um, yep. Not that I like that, but... Nope. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they're averaging 28 points a game. The Steelers are giving up 22. So the Steelers aren't shutting people down as much as I thought. Uh, Steelers only have a .3 point differential for an 11. At, uh, again, looking at the wrong team. What? Sorry. <laughs> Who I, I, was in, I was in a, I was in the diff- last week's matchup. I got to stop this. <laughs> my, st- my statistician, it's, statistician you, is really you bad. Gotta, you got to fire him. Yeah. I'm going to fire him. Yeah, I'm going to fire D, D you're fired. <laughs> Yeah, Go back they're to only suits. giving up. They're only giving up 18 points a game, um, while the Bills are scoring 28. So it's pretty, you know, pretty good. Great offense against a really good defense. Defense, yeah, and definitely a defense that brings pressure. I mean, they have the. Mo- I'm pretty sure they have the most sacks in the league. Um, oh yeah, they have like five years running or something like that. So uh, you know, I, uh, what about uh, Connor on the other side? He should be back this week. Uh, Snell and McFarland did absolute. I mean, McFarland scored a touchdown, but I mean that was trash versus the uh, the Washington football team, and we just sort of knew that was coming because they have, a, like I said, really good front four. Uh, but what do you think about Connor versus the Bills? Anyone? You um, want to like it, right? But they're just not running it. I wish. But, yeah, that's yeah. that's the situation. You're right. They're not running the ball well, like or not running the ball at all. So, um, I think he's a low, like, a, he's probably a flex player. Um, if you have him, though, I mean, your options are probably limited. Um, he probably was one of the higher round draft picks for you. So, I mean, you're probably forced to play him. I just don't like him in this matchup. Nor do I just not like him. I haven't liked him really all season. Yeah, I, they just, I, I think they, their run game is just short passes, so. I said, either of these running backs, I, I can't really trust them. Maybe Devin Singletary, because no matter what, he'll get, like, they give it to him. 
you can't you can't trust that. Like what is six carries, you hope he finds a long one for the end zone. It's like He's in between he's in between the twenties. Yeah. And Josh Allen takes so. Yeah. But not not no trust. So run game no goodness. No Flip good. the run game. There it is. Play the wide receivers. Besides Claypool. <laughs> besides Claypool, yep. Juju Ebron. I like Big Ben starting in this game. I think he has a bounce back. Deontay. Yep. Diggs. Beasley. Josh Allen. There it is. Playing them all. Lock it up. I know the Steelers have a great defense, but. And the Steelers' you're not, defense. You're not, you're not sitting Josh Allen. You're not sitting no, Allen. and you're not you're not you're not worried about the Steelers' defense either. Like Bills could put up points, but they're still going to get pressure and sacks, and probably maybe like a you know, a turnover here or there. So, I wouldn't be worried about the Steelers' defense versus yeah, they the Bills. Yeah, keep giving the ball to Zach Moss. They will. Um, and, and it's hard to to sack uh, Josh Allen. It is, but you know, Steelers are the best at it. If they're gonna, if someone's gonna do it, it's gonna be the Steelers. Yes, that's true. What else we got, John? All right, next game, Colts at Raiders. Colts escaped by their uh, two teams that escaped by the hair of their chinny-chin-chin last week against inferior opponents. Um, do you, we think the Raiders uh, bounce back against the Jets? Is it just because it was the Jets, or is it just like they had a random down week against the Falcons? Can we trust them against the, any of their guys against the Colts, which is a much better defense, obviously, than the past two weeks that the Raiders have faced? Is Josh Jacobs going to play still? Well, Jacobs, I think, was limited today. Um, so we don't know as of yet. I Even even if he does, though, I... If, I mean, it's if he's in, if he's playing, it'd be tough to sit him, even against the Colts, just because of he's a horse. And, yeah. and, you know... He's a horse. He, he, he's probably your, your number one running back. Yeah, it is definitely difficult. So, I mean, look, you... you you're gonna play him, but you're not gonna be happy about it um, if he plays. I, him and Waller, right? The only guys you can start on that team. Yeah, you can't yes. trust anyone else right now. I mean, I just, I think the Raiders are are on the the downslide. I don't think, I think the last couple of games, like not not showing who the Raiders really are, but like, you know, they got wrecked by the Falcons. You think that maybe they would like, oh, you know, like put something together, and no, they just they. They should have lost to the Jets. Like, yeah, that's. I just don't think the Raiders are where they need to be, and the Colts are the stronger team with a good defense. And I think the Raiders aren't going to be able to match up against this defense. So I don't. I don't like anyone besides Waller and Jacobs. I don't like. Uh, on the other end, I like a bunch of Colts. I, I like Taylor looked pretty you're, good. You're you're letting him out of the doghouse. What Taylor? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like Taylor. Um. I think even Naheem Hines can have a good game this week. Um, and, I mean, what do you think about Rivers? you think Rivers could have a nice game versus the Raiders? Uh, I mean... I don't start Phil Rivers in the yeah. Okay. So we're just totally throwing him away. Throwing away Rivers. They have, they I mean, have... it's just like his ceiling is so limited. So, yeah. That, I mean, like, yeah, he'll get you 15 points. But since his ceiling is so limited, you're probably going to just... Versus in a quarterback matchup, you're probably starting out down 10, 10 points at least. <laughs> and you're looking, and and uh, so speaking of that, we're saying we're not trusting T.Y. Hilton, right? Like that was a, was that a one-game thing or was that something? Well, it's been a, it's been a two-game thing for him, but just personally, I just don't trust T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, and uh, as much as I like Michael Pittman, I mean, you got to worry about just 
everything. But I'd still, I still like him as a... I mean, no, I, I play Michael Pitt, Pittman just because he, he gets the five-yard target. He gets the, you know, open within the five yards that Philip Rivers can actually throw to him. Yeah, I mean, look, I, of, of any wide receiver on the Colts, I do like Pittman the most. Um, Burton, I believe, is also hurt, so I don't know if he's going to be playing. So it might be the... Burton is certain. Might be the Moali Cack show again, so... That might be an interesting uh, play because when he, he did, and he's the only actually. tight end, he uh, seems to do pretty well. So, um, I honestly don't like anybody on this team but the running backs. <laughs> I, like, and Taylor. I like Mo Alley Cox if Burton and Doyle are hurt. That's the only time I like him because that's when he produces. Um, but this is a good game. I mean, I think this, uh, I, I think this is gonna this is gonna be the fine. The Raiders' season, though, this is it. I think they're. they're I think they're going to be out of the playoffs after this. They're going to lose, and it's going to fade into nothing. Poor Raiders. They, eh, not them. really poor Raiders. They look good. They look like they had a shot, and then other yeah, teams just started getting better. They, they just played. They beat the Chiefs once and played them hard another time. All their other games are meh. I mean, they beat the Saints early on. That's fair, but that's um, that's the early Saints Blues. Yes. Um, going on to a, t- a team that we thought was a lot of people had high expectations for has really crumbled. And then a team that had no expectation has been really uh, exceeding them. Ravens at Browns, basically a must win for the Ravens, which is crazy to think. Yeah. Who would have thought that in this matchup that the Ravens were the team that would have had to have a win. Um, I mean, can we gleam anything from, uh, the, the Ravens matchup against the, the Cowboys coming off of their COVID scares? Like, is that just a get-right game? Kind of like a glorified scrimmage? I mean, Lamar Jackson had a nice rushing touchdown, like, up the middle of the field. I don't know, like, the seas parted, like, freaking yeah. Moses. It was ridiculous. Um, it was. It really just, like, it just parted like that. Um, I, th- I think the Ravens win this game. I, th- I think uh, Mark Andrews should be back. I think they just needed the break. I just they had a big break. They got they got a warm up game, like you said, versus the Cowboys, and I think they're gonna be back to where they need to be. I think I think this is a game where are the Ra- are the Browns favored? They, they're probably not. They probably people are probably still hating on the Browns. Right? Uh, I think it's I think it's still Ravens by like a point. So, point so and a half, well, two and a half right now. Baltimore is so, and they're playing in Cleveland. So technically, you get what two or three points for being at home. So they really. Well, it's only like a point and a half now. So Wait, they... Baltimore's favorite in this game? Yeah. That's crazy. Which is yeah. So like that's that's crazy to think, considering what the the Browns are nine and three. The defense it's is playing. Just been getting better. Yeah. Like they look. It's not like nine and three because they've had some fluke wins. They look better every week. See, I was hoping and that in the... the beginning of the season they didn't look great, but they were pulling out some victories. Now they're, you know, putting up serious points against decent to good teams. I mean, I guess what they're, what team, um, what people are taking into account. I know they're getting better, but I mean, maybe like they, you know, playing the Jaguars was, you know, they didn't beat them as thoroughly as they should have been. Uh, the Bengals wasn't as, you know, strong of a win. So I don't know. Maybe that's what they're taking into account. But I was hoping that the Bengals, I mean, uh, that the Browns would be, uh, uh, the underdogs, but I don't know. I don't. I don't like. I mean, I like the Ravens to win this game, but I don't know 
how I feel about them being favored after being, what, 6-5 and five and just beating the Cowboys. And I don't think it was that great of a victory, but, you know, again, it's the Cowboys. you got to win those games. Do we like any receiver on the uh, on the Ravens? Like, uh, Hollywood Brown finally caught a touchdown pass, but, you know, really hasn't done anything. Is it yeah, only- I think the only receiver I like in this game is Landry. Landry, yeah. And only on if- Mark Andrews, if he plays on uh, the Ravens for tight end. Yeah, and then, yeah. yeah I mean, the Ravens are so Andrews. weird. Ravens are so weird, man. Like, you just have to play Andrews because it's the year of the tight end. So you, yeah. yeah. It's hard sitting him. Yeah, Landry because of the because Baltimore is a good defense. But, you know, maybe next week. Uh, well, no, they have the Giants next week. I was going to say there might be a place for Rashad Higgins in this playoffs. But they have um, tough matchups. Unless you make it to the finals when they play the Jets. Ooh, there Baltimore you go. and Giants aren't good matchups. There you go. Yeah, no, that's definitely tough matchup there. Um, what about so we know no Chubb and Hunt? They're obviously you you, pl- you got to play them because you know Browns just run the shit out of the ball. Yeah. Um, although Chubb has been getting way more than looking obviously way better than Hunt uh, since he's been back. Yeah, finally getting a shine. But what about the Ravens running game? This is more or less the Dobbins and. Gus Bus show now? So, yeah, yeah, I guess so. I mean, Ingram is pretty much out of it. Not, yeah, you can't play Ingram anymore. Or you shouldn't have been playing him. And Gus Edward, I don't know. Like, what do you what do you make of this? Do you play Dobbins? Are they both playable? I mean. No, not Gus. Gus, I mean, only if you're desperate. Only if you're desperate playing the I mean, I play. I, I play. Uh, like. Um, Singletary right now. Like yeah. He's getting some yards, but they're not really... He's not getting any touchdowns or any catches. No, I know. But I mean, look, he only did have... He, he did only have seven carries to Dobbins' 11. Um, but Gus Edwards had 101 yards on those seven carries, and Dobbins had 71 on the 11. He did get the touchdown, Dobbins. So, I mean... I don't know. I mean... I mean, I, I'd rather play Gus Bus over any of the Steelers or Bills running backs. Like, if we're going on that, on that, uh. I think I'd have a hard that, time. Yes. Oof. I mean, see, it's a tough situation here. I think, though, that, that Gus Edwards has value. I think he does in this game. So, if I. I think that's just. The game's gonna be like eighty rush attempts. <laughs> it's gonna be a it's gonna be a run fest, and yeah, and it's gonna be like thirty. Yeah, it's gonna be split evenly between Lamar Jackson, Dobbins, and Edwards, and then you're gonna have twenty five carries for Chubb and fifteen for for Hunt. And that's it. It's all gonna be a running game. But I think you could play Edwards. I think Edwards could be played if you're uh, you know, if you rolled into this playoffs a bit hurting, you know, maybe some injuries. Maybe you had McCaffrey. You're hoping he was coming back. But you don't have Davis, so Davis is playing. You know, maybe something like that. I I saw I sort of think Edwards has value this week. That's just I, I just hate the lack of an upside that he has. Of course, of course. Like he's fourteen point seven points. That's his high of the year. 
He's only had two games this year in double digits. The other one was ten points. I think, but I think that against Dallas I'm, last game. I think it's. I mean, yeah. Look, it's not great. It's not great, but I think he still has value. I'm not saying he's going to have an amazing game, but I think he has value, and I think Ingram is out of that offense. I think it's more Edwards and Dobbins. Yeah, but what what value is not being able to get to double digit points? I think he. I think he will get. Yeah, I mean, he just got double digit points. Yeah, ten point one. Okay, that's fine. It's double digit points. We're, we're not uh, splitting hairs here. It's double digit points, and it was the last game. What have that you done? That seems like exactly what you're doing. <laughs> like splitting so many hairs. Yeah, but you, you're telling me there's you can't find anybody on the wire. Even like, what situation are you in where you have to start him? Maybe if you're starting like Adrian Peterson these last couple of weeks, and now DeAndre Swift is back or something like that. I'm trying to think of the situation where you would start. There are many situations out there. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably an unlimited amount of situations that we can probably go over. Absolutely uh, not. So Absolutely not. Of course there are unlimited amount of situations. Infinite amount right. of situations. Uh, Baker Mayfield, though. No. Yes, no. 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 Look, I, it was like, look, four touchdowns in the first half. It's only half was four touchdowns. Um, that's not going to happen again. Not versus the Ravens. All he had was four. I just, but yeah, no, I don't, I don't play Baker Mayfield. It just seemed like it was going to be a massive, massive game. And after they scored the four touchdowns, even though the Titans started slowly creeping back, they just he didn't need to do anything. So, But I don't think first a, a better defense that he's going to be able to put up numbers. I think a hungry team, too. So this is, this is the Baker story. One, two, three, four, five, six. Over the last seven games... He has a 22-pointer, a 37-pointer, and a 40-pointer. Then he also has a 7-pointer, a 5-pointer, and a 7-pointer. Jeez. And another 7-pointer. Two of those games, though, were bad weather games, so I'll, I'll actually even give yes, him passes. Yeah, you're right. You're right. There were two very, very bad weather games against Las Vegas and uh, Houston. But you take those out, and he still has two more 7-pointers. And this, I'm just saying you can't you can never start a guy who has four games already under ten and another game under twelve. That's a that's a quarterback. That's five games under twelve points. You can't start that guy. Yeah. Like I'd, I'd rather six, start seven, Taysom Hill. Eight, nine and nine games under twenty points. Yeah, give me Taysom Hill over over Mayfield this week. For well, sure. Taysom, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I mean I'd rather be throwing Phillip Rivers out there. If I have to. Oof. That's that's some that's fighting words, man. That's fighting nah, words. I, I mean I agree with that. At least you're getting a guaranteed like fourteen, fifteen points. Like you're not gonna be completely you're not gonna be completely screwed. Oh man. Alright. Any other any other guys that piqued your interest about uh whether or not to play them? Because that was all the games. That was all the games. I mean that was an hour. That I good. That I had, not all the games that they're going to play. I figured that, John. I figured. Well, I don't know, just making sure. Um, I'm looking. Being rather pedantic tonight, so I don't know. Shallow and pedantic, yes. Mm. All right, well. No, I think we're good, man. I mean, look. I mean, this is actually a lot of good games this week. I'm actually very excited. Um, I think it's a very good betting week, by the way, Um, in case anyone is interested in betting. Really? Yeah. I found a uh, very good... I think it was like a six-team parlay with a little bit of teasing going on there. Pretty nice. So, I don't know. If... There are so few. I mean, 
Yeah, I guess because there's a lot of close spreads. Um, there's a lot of close games. Yeah, like I did like I thought you'd like do like a seven point tease on a, on a parlay, and you get like the the Packers, you get them minus a half. So you're basically getting money line for the Packers. You put the Seahawks down seven, you get minus six and a half. Like they're gonna beat the Jets by a touchdown. If anything, I would add points to the Seahawks to be able to take away points. <laughs> yeah, but you, you can't you can't tease one team one way and tease the other team the other way. You can't. I mean, you, I guess you could if you did like a. a should be. Able to. You, that you, should be a thing. You actually can do that in DraftKings. Can I take their points and give them to you? Yeah. <laughs> you actually can make the alternate point spread like right. minus twenty if you really wanted to. I thought that was a thing. That should be a thing, though. No, yeah, no, you can. Like I said, you definitely can. But it, it takes work to like figure do it all out. But anyway, um, no, I mean, I think we're good for this week. Um, everyone's excited for uh, first week of fantasy football playoffs. I can't believe. First off, I can't believe we're already here. It's week. I can't believe that we just got here. Like overall, uh, that is true. I mean, look, it seemed like it was gr- in the middle of the season. It seemed like it was getting very grim. It seemed like it wasn't oh, going to happen. It got grim for a couple weeks. But I think we're at a point Even of no return. two retu- weeks ago, right? It was very grim. I think we're at a point of no return, though. I think they've pushed through. Goodell has pushed far enough and hard enough to get these games through um, that there's going to be no stopping them now. Like they have, it's, it's Super Bowl or bust. Like They're going to push through. They can have seven full teams have COVID, and they'll just be like, you're out. And they're just going to keep fucking steamrolling through. They're gonna, there's no way they're going to stop it. Yeah, point. if the Ravens thing didn't, if the Ravens thing didn't cause a week a cancellation, then what will? Exactly. I mean, literally, the entire Ravens team had it, and they didn't cancel the on game. the field, in the locker room, like warming up, and they were like, "Nah, you're good. You just go home. Everyone's fine." <laughs> <laughs> also, <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, like the NHL announced tonight today that they're. They're gonna just buy a shit ton of the vaccine for for their players for the upcoming season, and I feel like if it worse comes worse, worse NFL is gonna be like, you know, what? we're the most essential. We're just gonna buy all the. We're vaccine. the most. Sorry. They, Sorry, honestly, Paul America. Actually, no. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of pussies in America. <laughs> Sorry, give them Americans. No, give. I love you, America, <laughs> but there's a bunch of pussies in America that would be like, no, we can't give it to the athletes first. That's not fair. But come on, we need our entertainment. We can't have the village people tearing each other's heads off. We need something to pacify us and entertain us. The village people? Sports, to me, yeah, we're the village people. <laughs> oh. Not the YMCA village people. That's what I was thinking. I'm, I'm saying, like, <laughs> the commoners. We can't, the, us commoners can't be just, like, going through life without any entertainment. Uh, if you if you ask me, yeah, I would love for the NFL to get this vaccine before me, and the NBA, and the NHL. Give us our, our unencumbered sports. But like, give us uh, some like good like yeah, give us some good like like odds boost to be able to bet on it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Give us some good. I will give up my vaccine for like plus two hundred for something. For every no, for every give no, me, uh, a free ten dollar DK bet. <laughs> I would give up my vaccine for a plus two hundred for every bet that I make. Like whatever it is, just add plus two hundred to it. Like that, I would I would do that. I would give up my vaccine for that. Um. But why not we just? We're just my line. Well, we're we're in the back anyway. Yeah, we're, we are in the back. We are, um, yeah, thirties, healthy people. We're not getting it. We're we're in the back of the line already. Been exposed uh-huh. to it already. Although I do yeah. I do work in healthcare, so I don't know what the situation is there. They've been oh. they've been emails about like 
like there there still are tiers of who's getting it first, but uh Yeah. So. He's a teacher, so maybe. Um but if they want to give it to the sports leagues, you're not let's just say you're not hearing any protesting out of my mouth. I'm fine with it. <laughs> um, I know my place in this like, world. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we can give them the AstraZeneca one, whatever the one, the one that's like failing and like not really, you know, they don't know what the fuck's going on. Just, just give them all the AstraZeneca ones. Let's see, right. why not? Or the good one. Just give, just, <laughs> just let me watch my sports without having to think about is, is either that we gonna, you know, is it gonna cancel? Is this guy gonna not play? Just give it, give it to him. I don't care. <laughs> whatever. Why are we gonna complain about this? Come on, Americans! Don't, if this is the one thing not to bitch about, don't give me a. Athletes aren't better than us. They they are. They're better than us. Get, let's give it to them. They, uh, they create far more happiness <laughs> to people's lives than we do. Let's just be honest. Their their happiness level that they give people or anger, but at least entertainment is is higher above us, um, and we need them out there. <laughs> there it is, America. Give the vaccine to the athletes. That's our that, that that's our platform. <laughs> yes. At, vaccine for athletes. And with that, um, <laughs> you can find us at Fantasy. Wait, this, oh my god, I completely forgot. I was so I was so into the the ending after that vaccine thing. I was, I was thing. insane. Speaking of Oh like, man, I was ready to end, I was ready to end it all. The most oh, Well, okay. <laughs> but uh yeah, it's it's the boys of the week. Oh, you got to check your levels. You got to check your levels. Uh, Anthony, you won last week. Get out of here. I actually won? Yeah, you picked Logan Thomas, and, like, your other guys were like, all right. Me and Brian both had – me and Brian both had a couple flameouts. Nice. Brian picked Des Bryant. Yeah, not good. But you came in second because I also – I picked Frank Gore. So I gave you because COVID over concussion. All right. So you got second. So I'm but gonna Anthony, go ahead. I'm gonna go with Cam Akers. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think he's gonna have 20 carries for 149 yards and two catches for 20. <laughs> oh, that's happening tonight. I'm sorry, everybody. I cannot go with Cam Akers, who is destroying the the Patriots right now. Um, all right, I'm not gonna go with Cam Akers because that's not fair. If you, can, if you want to, I don't think that's. He's already gone off for all those points, Brian. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I wasn't thinking about it. I'm an idiot. That was a joke. <laughs> funny, 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 funny. Um, all right. So I am actually going to go with a guy who I think has potential because he's shown it, and I think that the team that they're going against is going to stop the main guy. So I'm going to go Christian Kirk. He's going against mm-hmm. a tough Giants team, but... Hopkins is going to play. He's questionable, but I know he's going to play. And I think this is the game where, with I, hopefully Fitzgerald is back, and I think that should help Kirk get more open. Um, they're going to have a hard time getting it to Hopkins, I think. And they have been, actually, for the past few weeks. So I like Christian Kirk to have like a you know nice 7-catch, 75-yard day versus the Giants. Stingy, stingy Giants defense. And the, the Cardinals need this win, by the way, really bad. It's been a while since Christian Kirk's been a boy. Uh, Brian. It's been a while. All right. I am going to start mine off with Jamal Williams. Um, Would be totally unfair to go with 
Aaron Jones. Obviously, he's a man. Um, but with how historically oh, bad Detroit is at rushing defense, I think there's enough mm. for two running backs to be successful this game. And I still like Jamal Williams to get a nice like 75 yards on the ground and a touchdown. Interesting. And, yeah, yeah, I mean the Lions are a really bad run defense, so yeah, we just saw what uh, David Montgomery did to them. So if he could do it, anyone can. Yeah, that's true. That's the David Montgomery uh, motto right there. <laughs> um, my first boy will be uh, he's close to a man, but I'm going T Higgins versus Dallas, forty eight hundred on DraftKings only. Uh, backup QB, but it's Dallas on pace to give up the most points in NFL history. Uh, he'll, he'll get a long touchdown for sure. So T Higgins. I would. I wouldn't have let you done T Higgins if Joe Burrow was still the quarterback. No, that's since fair. he's not, he's a boy. Yeah, man, that's you know it's tough. Like you could pretty much pick anyone on the uh, on the Bengals at this point. Um, you could probably even pick Tyler Boyden. But uh, I'm gonna go with a guy who's gonna catch. Well, he's got boy in his name. He does have boy in his name. He's like the old man Boyd. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, I'm gonna go with a guy who's gonna get one catch, but that catch is gonna be for 70 yards Ugh, and a touchdown. If you're, doing what, if you're doing who I think I'm doing, you're doing. I'm going with Henry Ruggs, who, oh, who put the dagger, uh-huh. who put the dagger into the Jets uh, last week on the Greg Williams I, I would, blitz. I would say pulled the dagger out. Probably did whatever. But, but and then they bled to death. So there it is. Henry Ruggs, one catch, 70 yards and a touchdown. All right, I'm going to do the same thing where I'd like this boy to get one long catch for a touchdown. And hopefully I'm going to pick the guy John's thinking of because <laughs> he just did that whole oh, thing. Um, I'm going to Mike Williams. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Someone got him. I'm sticking with the Williams thing. Uh, two Williams is uh, the second one is Mike. Okay. Now, do I go for my third option or the third one catch boy. Yeah, I'm going to go third one catch boy. There it is. Uh, third one catch boy. I called it earlier in the season where he got one catch for a long touchdown. I'm going to do it again. One catch for 72 yards. Jalen Guyton, only 3,200. Going up against those those shitty Falcons. Interesting. So who's one well, catch boy? Who's one well, catch Jaylen boy is going to work? We have a one catch right. boy... Uh, Battle no, going I'm, on I'm, here. I'm feeling Guyton again, so he he worked for me one time this year, so I know I'm liking the rugs. I'm liking the rugs. Alright, this is gonna be tough because again, I didn't do any research. So I about the boys. I am gonna suggest this. And I think it's gonna be another long boy. Um because we don't know what to expect from this quarterback. So who knows who is his favorite wide receiver is gonna be. Um, but I'm going to go with Jalen Rager, or Rieger, Rigar, Rigar, Rager. Um, first the Saints. <laughs> Who knows what Jalen Hurts has in store? So I'm going to say he's going to get two catches for 69 yards and a touchdown. And that will be one of the only touchdowns the Eagles get. They'll maybe get probably like 13 points they'll score. So I'm going with Jalen our gar. <laughs> Close enough. You'll get it. You'll get it. Uh, maybe. maybe. Right. Um, 
There is literally not a third Williams player I can Wrong. Uh, pick. You can. Yes, I, you can. I went through every Williams. I mean, there is. Uh, one's injured. Preston Williams is injured. So I can't pick him. I can pick Damian Williams, but he's the third running back on the Chiefs. Uh, and that's the last Williams. That's uh, Really, only that few Williams yeah, is in the uh-huh. league? There's another. There's the other Damian Williams, but I'm not even sure he plays for the Chiefs anymore. Uh, but those are the only Williamses that are. That doesn't uh, sound right at all. That are <laughs> that are players that make it onto the NFL mm, field on okay. Sunday. There are some that are like practice squad or they they exist. I've just never heard of them. Um, mm. So I can't pick Preston Williams. So it's time to go with an old boy. Uh, that is has been shown up for the Giants in the end zone every now and then. Alfred Morris. Let's get another touchdown, Alfred Morris. Alfred Mor- Morrison. 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 I can't believe that was his first receiving touchdown of his career. Yeah, that's pretty insane. Especially well, since he was a starter for like three years. Well, when he... Yeah. The year he came into the league as a rookie and just like blew the doors open for like 1,600 rushing yards or whatever the fucking crazy he was... Yeah, I think he caught, like, three passes. Like, it was straight, just run down your throat, Alfred Morris, for the Washington uh, football team. So. Well, he must not have been a podcast favorite because we love our pass catcher running backs. Um, My third and final boy. uh, All right. I was going to do Alan Lazard, but he's on the edge of boyhood, I feel like. So I'll go. Uh, I'll go. Mohamed Sanu. Same game. Flip the teams. Mohamed Sanu versus Green Bay. Three thousand. Only three thousand on on DraftKings. I feel like uh, you say that like you're surprised. Like he should be more than three thousand. Well, I don't know. I mean, Guyton was thirty two hundred. Uh, he's gonna get a garbage time TD. Matt Stafford's gonna put up a bunch of garbage time stats. I feel like. I guarantee you, if you ask the average football watcher what team Mohamed Sanu was on. They would probably still say the Falcons oh. or, or the Patriots because well, I mean that, that that happened like only a few weeks ago. But he stepped right into the void left by Kenny Galladay. So yeah, I don't I don't trust Sanu. But look, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Anyway, know. with that, this is the correct yeah. time to say it. You can find us at fantasy underscore lens on Twitter, where you could. Uh, you could uh, talk about the vaccinations for athletes uh, in our uh, our platform, <laughs> um, but you <laughs> you could also find us at Fantasy Lens Podcast uh, at gmail dot com. We're also on Instagram too. Uh, I don't know if we've posted anything in a while, but we're there. But best yep. place to find us is on Twitter, where uh, John is just posting like crazy, good stuff all the time. Always good content. Um, please. Rate, subscribe, and download our podcast on iTunes, and we're also available on Spotify, Google Play Music, and pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Look for Fantasy Lens and you'll find us. With that, we are Fantasy Lens, and we'll see you next week.